What's up, what's up, what's up, Snap Survivors? I am Tasha Pierce. This is After the Snap, virtual group therapy for everyone affected by Tony Stark's Snap. This is as good as time as any to tell you that parental discretion is advised when listening to After the Snap. I say some real fucked up shit. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope rhyme step to. <laughs> and if you know where that reference is from, you are as old as me. But yeah, it's been a while. Um, I'm sorry. I can only apologize. And I have finally, I finally think I have put my finger on what is the source of my just coming in and out of these depressive episodes. And I'm, I'm very serious here, so hear me out. The reason I think that I'm going through these bouts of up and down is because Avengers Endgame has come and gone. And for a whole year of my life, I did nothing but look forward to this movie and try to figure out how they were going to conclude the Infinity Saga. I was so excited. Every day there was just, I woke up with something to look forward to and then suddenly the movie came out. I saw it a few times. We've talked about it. It's broken all the box office records in the world and I'm kind of let down by that. So I'm not let down by the movie. Of course, I love the movie. Loved it so much that I purchased it today because uh, today is July 30th and it was the first day for it to be available digitally. So I purchased it, purchased it via Amazon. So I was watching it earlier and that is what came across my mind. Like I've been depressed because I don't have any, I don't, I won't say I don't have anything to look forward to because that's a horrible thing to say about my own life, but because because here in Houston, I don't have a group of friends. My friends are you all. The people I talk to every day about, or at least once a week over the past eight months uh, about sci-fi, superheroes, comic books, all that good stuff. And, and trust me, I do enjoy uh, having the, these talks. And, and then I'm, I've met some really, really uh, great people. Dr. Doom and Gloom and Eddie from over at From A to Geeks. Uh, right there on the top of my list, some of my favorite people in the world are those two guys right now. And uh, like I said, you know, there has been a lot of good things besides Avengers Endgame that, have, that has happened this year. But I still have that let down feeling. There's no major event. And I'm even trying to get myself major evented up for, for what's going on with Star Wars. Because honestly, I'm into the series. Uh, we'll be talking about um, The Force Awakens today. I've got my questions from Dr. Doom and Gloom. So I, I do enjoy the series. Thus far, there are no complaints. But I just am not as into it as I was for the whole Avengers Endgame thing. And this is an event for Star Wars. Uh, it ends the Skywalker Saga, this movie, that is coming out in December. So, I mean... While I'm excited, because I, I do have some things that I have been thinking, like, uh, boy, we'll get more into it when we talk about Star Wars. But then there's just so much, so much of, um, there's just nothing else big happening. And I can, I'm considering 
Joker to be a big movie, but it's not going to be big in a comic book movie sense because like we discussed over the the last few episodes that uh, Joker is a different kind of movie. That movie is not necessarily a comic book movie. It has a comic book character, but it is not a comic book movie. And not saying whether or not it is or isn't is not uh, that of that much importance to me. It looks like it's going to be a good movie. It looks like it's going to show us uh, the beginnings of a monster and how that, what made that monster a monster. So I'm very interested in seeing how they, uh, how they put that, how they make this beginning for the Joker, how they present this version of the Joker to us. Very excited about it. But again, it is not on Avengers in-game levels. Um, there's been a lot of huge news of Disney breaking records all over the flipping place. You had Lion King damn near come out to a billion dollars in its first 10 days. Uh, Disney's having a great year. Again, that is something to talk about. It's a talking point, but it is not Avengers Endgame. And even the San Diego Comic-Con stuff, I am super ridiculously excited for. Cannot wait for these movies, especially especially seeing Mahershala Ali play Blade. I'm very, very uh, excited for the next phase of, of movies in the MCU. I'm very excited to hear what phase five it has in store for us. And I'm pretty sure we'll be hearing a whole heck of a lot about that a little later this month. They had a little thing called uh, uh, D23. Okay, so. Those are two things that I am super, super stoked about. But again, again, it is not Avengers Endgame. And that has been my issue. Um, nothing is living up to the hype. And it is not, it is not for, for lack of trying. We've had some decent movies. Shazam, to me, excellent movie. Uh, Captain Marvel is growing on me. Now that I have it and I can watch it at home, Captain Marvel is growing on me as a character and um Avengers Endgame I, I've watched half of it when I got in from work today and then I'm like you know that is what my issue is you know I I I am depressed because I put so much energy into going forward with this Avengers Endgame uh hype that nothing else is is like holding a match to it and I'm still trying to be hopeful that I come on, uh, come in contact with something that does hold a match to it. Something that came close that I ran into this weekend. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, a lot of you are subscribers to Amazon Prime because I absolutely 100% stand behind Amazon and, and everything, all their products, everything they do. I love Amazon. Okay. That being said, July 26, a little show called The Boys came out. Now, The Boys is, is from uh, Seth Rogen, and it is based on a graphic, uh, graphic comics. And those comics have uh, superheroes that are extremely flawed. So you know how I say, you know, the DC superheroes in a lot of ways are kind of uh, the perfect people, perfect people in an imperfect society so 
that's my feelings of how DC heroes are presented. Marvel's heroes are presented in a way that shows some of their flaws. And I'm not going to say every last one of those characters is that way. I'm saying enough of them. You get to see the warts on Marvel superheroes in, so they're imperfect heroes in an imperfect world. And then we have the boys. And these the boys are horrible. So, you know, we, we have, okay, Tony Stark might have had a little drinking problem. Okay, Thor might have been a petulant little crybaby for a little while. Okay, uh, uh, Black Widow has read in her ledger. Okay, Hawkeye had his little moment of just going around and basically killing people. Okay. Then you have these superheroes in, in the show called uh, The Boys. And the group of heroes is called The Seven. And The Seven are the biggest group of assholes <laughs> that you would absolutely ever want to meet. You would, in fact, never want to meet these heroes. They are extremely flawed. And, and they are bullies. In a lot of ways, they are bullies. Now, there are cer certain ones who have not rubbed me wrong just yet. Uh, Black Noir, Queen Maeve, they really haven't, they haven't rubbed me the wrong way this season. But then the Deep. And if you watch this show, you know what I'm talking about. The Deep, Homelander, uh, A-Train, all three of them uh, translucent assholes 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 so i got a little excited but then and you know it's over i watched it all in one day <laughs> and, and that wasn't smart i should have watched it show one a week to stretch this thing out so i'd have something else to look forward to so now i'm looking forward to the second season of the boys but it is kind of like i, I just literally binged this this first season for no reason i didn't have any reason to shoot through all those episodes like that. But by me shooting through those episodes like that, I'm telling you, uh, category, there are, there are moments of just, uh, lots of adult situations and language and nudity, full frontal, full frontal nudity. So, uh, the themes, everything about this show says you really, don't want to watch it around little kids. This will fuck kids up. I'm telling you. Uh, so I'm saying all this to say, if you have not seen the boys, you need to see this show. This show is to me, uh, it's hilarious. It's, it's very funny. It has the, it is definitely aimed at a certain type of audience. It is shining a light on the superhero culture in uh, looking at it in a more, even more realistic way than with Marvel. So when you realize that people who are that powerful are not necessarily going to be good people just because they're powerful doesn't make them good. And that's what we get to see in the boys. And this season is actually, it's, it's, uh, it leaves me, left me wanting more. I definitely am very interested in seeing season two of this show. Then another show that I've been watching, I have not finished watching the last, I think I got two episodes left in this season, is a show on Netflix called Another Life. So basically it's like this. 
when I'm going through these depressive episodes, I can sleep up to like 15 hours a day. And I'm not saying that to be funny because it's, it's, it's not funny. It's not funny. I have to go to work, right? So I go to work. I work eight hours. Uh, I'm commuting X amount of time. And the rest of the time, I'm just laying around looking depressed. So sometimes I can feel myself head towards this, this, this spiral and I'll say something to somebody. So to help pull me out of it. And sometimes that works and sometimes it does not. And over the past few weeks, wasn't working. People, I, I did have people uh, being uplifting and talking to me and trying to raise my spirits. And I wasn't walking around like, oh my God, if you leave me alone by myself for 10 seconds, I'm going to slit my fucking wrists. I wasn't that bad. But I was just like, I don't want to do anything. I'm just in the bed. I haven't moved. There's days that I could just, if I don't have to go, if I didn't have to go to work, I was just in the bed. That's not a good thing. But the only good thing that came out of that is I get to binge a whole bunch of shit to keep myself from sleeping fucking 15, 14, 15 hours a day. So in order to keep from sleeping, uh, I, I binged, I binged the boys. That was one thing. And then the, it, the, uh, the show on Netflix, Another Life. And it is another sci-fi show. And so far, so good. Um, I'm, I'm kind of wishing they would get to the point because we're I'm now currently on, I think, episode eight of a 10 episode uh, first season. I think it's 10 episodes. God, I don't know. It's something like that. I'm really close to the end. The last episode of this uh first season and I still have an awful lot of questions uh, a lot of our characters who we meet throughout the first series or first season uh, they die so <laughs> so you know I just want to know at the end of the first season how close we are to the goal of finding out what this artifact is that has landed on earth because that's basically the whole premise uh, this is a future earth and this future earth has not been in, in has not been contacted by uh, uh, other lives, other life from outer, you know, outer space. Uh, but they have been able to go out further into space than ever before. So we are able to do deep space missions, uh, but we've not contacted any other life forms and no other life forms has of course come to earth until now a big ufo shows up and on earth and leaves an artifact and so the people left on earth are trying to figure out exactly if this artifact is uh, a message or if they can you know com uh, communicate with it or what its intentions are and in the meantime they're sending out a spacecraft to kind of uh, go to the planet where they believe this artifact is from and try to ascertain whether these these uh, extraterrestrial life forms are are uh, benign or malevolent. And that's where we are in the first season. And I'm telling you, so much is going on. There are so many side little hustles happening I don't feel like we're any closer to knowing the answer to that question. And I'm already, I think, on on, on, on episode eight or nine of this series. So we kind of need to speed it up. We've only got one more episode to go, one or two more episodes to go. So I'm, I'm looking 
Uh, I'm looking forward to getting to the end of it. I'm hoping that we get some resolution, just a little, just a little something to push us over and make us want season two. Because right now I'm like, it's too much shit going on. That's not really, it's not coming down to a bottom line of us getting some resolution of what our main problem is, which is what's going on on earth. Is so much shit happening on this ship because we're, we're following them quite a bit. And then we are, so we're also following, uh, the, the scientists on earth who are trying to figure out what this artifact is, but it's too much shit happening on this ship. Like on earth, they are moving at a snail's pace at getting, uh, some, some resolution or moving on to another part of the problem after they solve a part of it. And on the ship that's now, you know, way out in space, it is so much shit. Like, Every day something else is happening and it's like it's, you already ain't got that many people on the ship <laughs> for all this shit to be happening. It's pretty soon there ain't going to be nobody but the AI uh, flying the, the, the damn ship. There's not going to be a crew. And I say the AI because it kind of made me think of uh, a Voyager, the doctor, because they have uh, an AI interface with the ship. Kind of like, uh, oh, what was the name of the Calypso? Uh, on the short treks the the ship had a personality and, and a name and when asked to manifest itself in, as a person it had a, a form that it took uh, well that's what william is on but salvari william is the uh, artificial intelligence he is also of course the ship's interface so you tell william what you need and he makes it happen um there have already been malfunctions to william William has already been caught in a kind of a moral dilemma. So a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of shit going on first season. And hopefully, you know, we get a second season to get some resolution. Hopefully they resolve at least a small part of our our issues by the end of season one so that we can see, you know, have something to look forward to in season two. But yeah, it's not it's not a bad show. I wouldn't like it's not the boys. I'm telling you, do whatever you can to watch The Boys. Uh, Another Life is a decent sci-fi show. Not perfect, just decent. And hopefully, uh, hopefully I can say a little bit more about it after I've seen the last two episodes to know whether or not I am going to be all in for season two or not. Okay, so with all that being said, I am very, very... uh. Sorry again that it took so long for me to get back with you. I am going to try to do better. Uh, I'm taking, you know, I'm, I'm doing everything that I can to keep myself uh, un- um, evenly killed. I'm not trying to, to go off the deep end or anything like that. So those things being said, we got one more little segment to go for this episode. And again, so the episode, this the one prior to this, I recorded forever ago. I just was too damn lazy to edit it and put it up. So you guys will get two episodes today. And the reason why is because one of them has been on the shelf and I just have not, have not had the uh, motivation to edit it. So I got to edit both of these, get them out for you guys. And hopefully you guys can uh, let me know. And that's another thing. It's exciting. It's fun doing the podcast. I enjoy my, my, uh, back and forth with Dr. Doom and Gloom 
from from Ada Geeks. But I need to hear from you all, too. So if you're a regular listener, you know, contribute to the show in some way. And I'm not talking financial contributions. I know everybody is not set up like that. But I am saying, you know, send me an email. Let me know what you're thinking of episodes. Write a review. Do any of those things to just keep your girl going. Keep us keep a a fire lit up under me because if I feel like if I feel like a, a lot of people are responding to what I'm doing, it is a motivator. If I feel like I'm just going to sit up and talk to myself for a half an hour, 45 minutes, well, I'm I can do that without turning on all this equipment. Right? So there's that. Okay. Um, we're going to do the Force Awakens uh, episode of Make Me a Jedi. And I think I also, before we move into the Force Awakens uh, episode of Make Me a Jedi, I'm thinking about Superman. And, they, you know, there's been a lot of rumors. And the rumors are saying, hey, Henry Cavill said he'll do Superman under one condition. And then he lays out this condition that he wants it to be a Man of Steel Part 2. And he wants to show how, you know, uh, having this type of power affects Superman himself. And I'm saying it sounds great. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Unfortunately, um, there are not very many actors who are going to be able, who are not directing a movie, by the way. They're not going to be able to tell you, hey, I'll do the movie if... Are you going to do the movie or are you not going to do the movie? You know, that's it. Are you going to do the movie? Because look, you, you, you get a uh, Mahershala Ali who, after winning two Oscars, he's like, he's going to Kevin Feige and he's saying to Kevin Feige, hey, I want to play Blade in the MCU. So now Kevin Feige knows that he has a hot actor on his hands and a, a actor who definitely has the chops to play whatever character you place in front of him. It's his position to say well yeah we got something with blade coming up in in the mcu or we have or he has the option to say we don't have anything for blade coming up in the mcu however we have this and then you you place an offer to mahershala ali now mahershala ali said hey i want to play blade and they say hey you know what you would be perfect for blade we're thinking about doing a blade anyway so you are perfect for the role even though the only thing that would probably be more perfect is Wesley Snipes, but we've been over that before. Um, if I'm going to have somebody, why not be Mahershala Ali? So now we've got Mahershala Ali uh, playing Blade. He's not going to be able to go in there and tell them, yes, but I want it to be Blade 4. I want it to be about the uh, with going forward with the story that we was last telling in the last Blade movie. That's not how that works. Yes. You can be in it. Yes, you may have some feedback on the direction that you want the character to go, but you don't get to write the fucking movie. <laughs> you just don't get to do it. So while I hope that Henry Cavill returns as Superman, because damn it, he looks the part. He is Superman. So while I hope that he comes back as Superman, um, I'm saying don't don't believe the hype when they're saying that he's saying that he only wants to do it under these conditions because a lot of uh, studios are not about to play that game. No. And you see, they started playing that game with, uh, well, what's the guy's name that was playing uh, The Flash? You guys know who I'm talking about. I can't think of his freaking name. He is like the prettiest boy in the whole wide world. 
<laughs> I cannot think of his name. Now I'm going to have to look it up. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Okay, so Ezra Miller said, you know what? I want to continue to play The Flash, but I want to, I want to try my hand at writing a movie. And he or him, uh, he along with, I forgot who, helped him out. But that shit was not what it do. And, and DC very smartly said, hell to the no. And I don't know if you're still going to be uh, our Flash. You don't have to be. But we're not using this shit. <laughs> we're not. And that's what I'm saying. When you give up power, too much power... Uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely so when you give too much power to anyone look at what look what happens look what happens you get ezra miller trying to write the goddamn flash movie a dark flash movie a dark flash movie so anyway i know i've given you a lot to think about in that last little moment and now i need to do the return of the jedi uh make me a jedi segment So, the Return of the Jedi Make Me a Jedi segment. I got questions from Dr. Doom and Gloom uh, concerning those concerning that movie, and I would like to go over those right quick. So, yeah, the, uh, the Dr. Doom and Gloom questions for Star Wars uh, Return of the, for Return of the Jedi was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> because if you remember... The uh, questions for that he had for The Empire Strikes Back, they kind of went with, or they were questions that were pertained to Return of the Jedi. And I was like, look, you got to stop doing that because I haven't quote unquote seen that movie just yet. So you can't be asking me these questions for a movie that I have not seen yet. And his questions for the, his email uh, for this one, just literally, I almost fell out of my chair reading this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to go. I have to go in his his uh, deep, deep voice. So, princess, you think yourself to be so powerful that you can challenge my teachings already? We shall have to remedy this. I will ask you quotes from whichever movie I please. Be careful not to overstep your bounds. I can introduce you to the true power of the dark side of the force. In saying all of this, however, I am proud to hear you embrace, embrace your anger, even if it is misdirected at me. Now, questions, answers, prepare yourself. Number one, what are your thoughts on the death of Boba Fett? I had absolutely no thoughts on the death of Boba Fett. It was the most ridiculous way to part with the character that so many people feel so many different types of way about. I don't feel no kind of way for Boba Fett. However, I know that to a lot of people, he's the favorite of these bounty hunters and and that sort of thing. And for him to go out like a sucker like that was just, you know... That was ridiculous. I feel no kind of way about Boba Fett's uh, home-going party. Number two, how do you feel about Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker? Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, for all intents and purposes, uh, he's still kind of, kind of, you know, he's strong. Okay. He's, he knows that he has the force now. The force is with him. He understands all of this. And now he's big Billy Badass. You know, he still, he still uh, doesn't convince me <laughs> that he is, I'm not convinced that he is as strong as he is. I know that he's as strong as he is, but he's not convincing me of it. So that was my feelings about Jedi uh, Knight Luke Skywalker. Number three, did you enjoy the final fight between Luke and Darth Vader? 
Absolutely. I thought it was a pretty darn good fight uh, until Darth Vader decided, you know what? Oh, I'm going to switch sides. Like, you're in fucking WWE, just like right in the middle of the fucking ladder match. You just switch teams on your partner. So now you're going to throw the Supreme, the, the Emperor over the goddamn, where's all these tunnels and shit where people be falling through? Where's all this shit come from? But yeah, he gets thrown in there and, and I'm like, for real? For real. <laughs> but I did enjoy the, the lightsaber battle. It wasn't all slow and stupid the way, uh, the way uh Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi's fight was it was like really it was like two old guys with lightsabers where this at least looked like you know uh uh Darth Vader did look like he had some kind of skills with this with the saber number four after watching both trilogies which do you prefer original or prequel and why Uh, which do I prefer honestly I enjoyed the, the prequels probably better and the thing is i know that the trilogy is the original three movies but the the thing is okay adult tasha now this is grown-ass tasha sitting here talking about these movies and my uh i got more entertainment out of the prequels and i did enjoy the 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 rounding out of the uh anakin skywalker character and i guess i would say that because I had already seen the original trilogy as a kid, the uh, the prequels were new to me, so I'm not jaded by anything at this point. I'm just getting a full understanding of these characters in this movie, and I think that they did a better job at making it relevant to me. Now, that doesn't mean that uh, I think that they are far more... I don't think that pop pop culturally that the prequel movies mean as much as the original trilogy. I understand the importance of the original trilogy, but as far as just entertainment and at the age that I am right now, I did get far more entertainment. I thought it was far more entertaining uh, in the prequels, even though I did still enjoy the original trilogy. Okay. There will be no quotes this time. Instead, I shall test your knowledge in another way. Do you know what the fake working title was for Return of the Jedi during production? I will even offer multiple choice answers. I hope you realize the rarity of my kindness, Apprentice. Is it A. Stardust? B. Revenge of the Empire? C. Sibling Affairs? Or D. Blue Harvest? I think it was D. Blue Harvest. I didn't even look this up, so maybe, you know, I'm sorry, um, Sith, Sith Lord, Dr. Doobie Gloom for not taking the time to look up the answers after you so graciously gave me an out multiple choice, but uh, I didn't. So you can, uh, on your next letter, your next email, send me the answer. You can send me the answer. Okay. All right. And I will, and no, I will not give you the correct answer. You will have to look it up yourself. (laughs) With each movie, you come closer to harnessing your true potential. Make me a Jedi. We shall see. I sense it will be make me a Sith. <laughs> yes, you should change the title to that. Do it. So I lied. There is the quote, but that is far too easy, so I will not waste my time asking. In fact, this email is over. Do it. Do it. That was a. Uh, 
That was when, uh, oh gosh, that was when the emperor was trying to make Anakin kill uh, Dooku, and I really enjoyed it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I wanted him to do it, too, because I could stand Dooku. <laughs> but there we have it. All right, so he says, Many years have passed, Apprentice, since the so-called fall of the Empire. The dark side of the Force is too power to be rid of for good. I have questions you answer. What are your thoughts on the similarities between this film and A New Hope? It's the exact same motherfucking movie. It's the exact same fucking movie. And and the thing is, I thought at first, am I tripping? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was watching it by myself, but I'm looking around like, did anybody else see a lot of similarities in this movie in, in uh, the regular Star Wars? But, um, I mean, damn, I don't know why they thought it was necessary to do i i don't know if it was uh put it like this i enjoyed the movie the similarities were very distracting and you know it was kind of lazy in my opinion but did it work with a new character coming from a, a different gender perspective i don't know i didn't i didn't hate the movie but it was very, very similar to, I'm, I'm like, damn, I mean, is this a joke? <laughs> so there's that. Uh, number two, do you have any idea who, if anyone important, Ray's parents may be? Now, I had an idea of a uh, uh, theory, so to speak. But basically, Ray, it's already been said that her parents are supposed to, quote unquote, be no one. So if, if her parents aren't anyone, uh, that's a whole different, whole different uh, ball game. I, I was given the thought that she and Kylo Ren would have been uh, in some way associated with one another or that maybe they had been born on the same day within force or some bullshit like that. Uh, basically having them be related. But it says really that, that she's from no one. And I'm wondering if that is the case, if she really is just from no one. Makes me wonder, especially after watching The Last Jedi and hearing the the, the, the name of the movie, uh, The Rise of Skywalker, you know, it gives us some things to think about, but I'm wondering if it was just something to think about and not particularly something, uh, a clue, something that would, would be telling us which direction they're going to go in. Because... I really, really, the connection between her and Kylo Ren is something that the only other time I've seen it is with Leia and Luke, how they can pretty much read one another's minds and that sort of thing. So that's my feelings. I don't really know, but I have a feeling that they possibly are related. Okay. Does either Supreme Leader Snoke or Kylo Ren strike a chord in you like Darth Vader did? Yes. I don't like Supreme Leader Snoke. And and I feel justified <laughs> in not liking him by the time I watch the, the next uh, segment of the saga. Kylo Ren, however, now he he's a different character. And I mean, very, very much like his family. 
He has the anger issues that that, that uh, Anakin had. He has the kind of whiny tantrumy type bullshit that he does, like his Uncle Luke. He is such a conflicted character. He so badly, so badly wants to be like his grandfather that he is doing everything possible. I'm going to wear this mask that's completely unnecessary. He He's just being... He's trying to to stand in some shoes that are way too big. Either way you look at it, the shoes are too big. Uh, he's not going to be as powerful and feared, feared as his grandfather. You're not going to be as powerful and respected as your uncle. So what kid, you know, he, he just can't win for losing. Look at the, the fucking power in his family. So I, I like him as a character. Because he he is so conflicted. Do you feel like this new trilogy is going in a good direction? Do I feel like the trilogy is going in a good direction? I mean, hell, it's almost over, huh? <laughs> so as far as the first movie is concerned, uh, it's hard to tell what direction is going in. It's hard to know what we were looking for when the movie was so similar to A New Hope. Okay, so does this mean that uh, that Ray is a, giving us a new hope? Uh, so, you know, that is something to think about. Is she the next hope? Which it becomes obvious that she is. You know, looking to see if that's the way, just stopping at this movie. Do I know that in the next two movies that uh, Ray is going to, it's going to culminate in a way that makes Ray equal to Luke? I don't know. I, I, I don't think that it's showing or proving to me that that's where it was going. I can think that's where it was going. I can theorize that that's where it's going, but there was nothing at the end of Force Awakens that says she's about to be your new Luke. You know, so she is. It's obvious. We can see that she is the uh, the next Jedi. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, super, I'm super duper excited to see what happens with Ray next. And then he says, I grow tired of writing. That is all a princess. Sincerely, Dr. Doom and Groom. P.S. I lied. <laughs> Tell me your favorite new character out of Ray, Finn, Poe, Snoke, Kylo Ren, or Maz Kanata. Choose wisely. My favorite out of the bunch. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with... Uh, I'm sticking with Ray. I love Ray. And I like Kylo Ren as well. So, you know, flip a coin. I don't know. I don't know what side of the force I want to be on. So Kylo Ren for my uh, my Sith attributes and for my Jedi characteristics, Ray. There we have it. Maz Kanata was a good character, but I feel like uh, I would have liked to have seen more out of her. More of what she could do not just giving me her because she's uh Lupita Nyong'o you know <laughs> uh, but yeah I enjoyed uh The Force Awakens it is it is definitely uh first cousins with uh, A New Hope but that's okay like I said let's make sure that we've got some direction in the next movie as a matter of fact because some crazy stuff happened in uh force awakens at the end 
And I believe that everybody who was listening to this segment has seen A New Hope. I'm sorry, A Force Awakens. And we know that this is the movie where Han Solo was killed. And that broke my heart. Yes, it broke my heart because what kind of fucking son are you? You killed your pappy. But okay, so you killed him. Now you have to live with what you've done. And you the only reason you did it is because you can't live up to the expectations that he has of you. You know, so, you know, he, he allowed you to go to your baser instincts by you killing him. And, uh, but okay. So you killed Han Solo. And, uh, like I said, it broke my heart. And then the next movie that comes out is Solo. Right? So Solo comes out next. And that's the movie that we'll be watching next. So, uh, not, not The Last Jedi. Solo is the movie that we will be next discussing on After the Snap in the Make Me a Jedi segment. So, going with my, uh, going with my thoughts on Force Awakens, I say that, uh, from one to five lightsabers, I will give Force Awakens uh, 2.5 because it was not original it was a it was a, a blatant ripoff of a new hope but there was enough to it to make me say you know it was it was enough new material and new characters to make me say okay i can you know i can fuck with this uh it's it's not it wasn't so much of uh, the same thing that it was just absolutely terrible and why did you waste my two hours i didn't feel like that so uh there's that. That's a good thing, I'm supposing. That is uh Make Me a Jedi. Uh Doc Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens today. And that is going to wrap the show. I'm not even gonna bother you guys about patreon.com slash after the snap if you guys want to do some shit there. You wanna give me tips, you can look at the link in the show notes and there's a link there where you can click on it, and you can give me a tip, or you can send me an email at after the snap at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on your favorite social media. That's Facebook at After the Snap. That is Instagram at After the Snap 2018, and then Twitter. At Twitter, we can go with after the snap. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, at snap after on Twitter. And last but not least, another thing that, that depresses me, makes me sad, is if even if you're not in the United States, I am pretty sure you guys get sick of hearing about nothing but bad news from over here. If it's not... If it's not the president of the United States saying some pretty obscene things, or if it's not uh, mass shootings at the fucking garlic festival, who brings weapons to the garlic festival? Or if it wasn't me uh, kind of checking my phone at work today, just today, and seeing that uh, several people were shot at a Mississippi Walmart, that's depressing. And living in a place like this, with such a rich history. And yes, I know my people have been on the, on the bad end of history a lot in the United States. But there have been lots of strides make, made to, uh, to kind of at least give the illusion of things being better. To see this type of digression, to see us going back, is a terrible, terrible, terrible feeling. It is awful. Oh, oh, so depressing, heartbreaking, 
there's not enough good there there are not enough distractions and I'm talking about healthy distractions like movie like music like art friends <laughs> shit I'm going on a date oh my god and I haven't done that in decades no okay years <laughs> but I haven't done that in years but I'm saying anything to make uh to make this hurt less I'm so sick of it and, and I mean again this is not a black thing white thing everybody is out here getting shot doing regular ass shit you're doing regular stuff you want it's summertime you're supposed to go to the festivals in the summertime six six year old babies getting killed at the goddamn garlic festival okay so i'm not about to make myself go into a spiral i just want you guys to think about that send some positive thoughts positive energy uh yeah because this is psycho some of this shit that we go through over here is is ridiculous it's for no fucking reason so yeah you guys send us some good thoughts uh so if you don't send me no tips no patreon good thoughts i'll take them all put them on paper send them send them my way give me something to smile about because god damn shit be fucked up over here anyway i love and miss each and every one of you give you all the hugs and kisses in the world and uh we gonna talk about some movies or some tv or something the next episode of after the snap i appreciate everybody for joining me this week and i'll catch you on the flip <laughs>